0: You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. You know that feeling when you're finally starting to get over your ex, you're doing the no contact thing really well, and you're just about to move on. And suddenly you drop into your messages and there's a ding. Hey babe, I miss you. Okay, what's going on? It can be really confusing when an ex suddenly contacts you out of the blue again. And you may even feel temptation, anger, even regret all at the same time and all the progress that you've made suddenly feel like you're going backwards and you find yourself wondering why are they reaching out what does it mean when my ex reaches out and contacts me we are going to answer these questions and dive deeper into this right after this intro Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, besties, and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. I am so excited to share that the brand new Get Healthy Love workshop is launching in just a couple of weeks on Valentine's Day to take the place of the Valentine's challenge that we did last year. This is the brand new, revamped, redone, updated, shorter and more concise, basically better version of the workshop that we've had up until now. It is absolutely free, it's a lot shorter, so if you're a busy person, you will actually be able to do it and get through it this time. We have pushed the VIP upgrade to next week, so you have one week left. If you register for the free workshop at gethealthylove.com, before February the 7th, you will automatically get upgraded to the VIP section. That means in VIP, you will be invited to join me in a bonus Q&A live in just a very small intimate group where you can ask me any questions about anything, inner child healing, relationships, you name it, but you have to register before February the 7th. So go on over to gethealthylove.com or click the link below. And as I mentioned last time, if you can't make it on Valentine's Day, that's okay. Sign up anyway, because you will receive the replay afterwards. If you're looking to massively heal and up-level your relationships, if you're looking to fix or save your relationship, or you really, really want to finally call in and attract a healthy, thriving, loving relationship into your life, but you don't really know how to, and you know that the inner child work is the key to helping you get there and solve these patterns, you definitely want to come join this workshop. All right, one more time, GetHealthyLove.com. I will see you guys on February the 14th, and I can't wait. So let us quickly jump back to today's topic, what it means when your mysterious ex shows up again and just reading their message kind of messes with you and makes you doubt yourself, brings up old memories and feelings, and it's just an all over confusing time. And I have made this joke to my clients and my students that I swear all of my exes, they just had this sixth sense. They could somehow just tell. Anytime I was just at the brink of getting over it, they would just bing out of nowhere, hit me up, slide into my DMs. Do your exes do that too? Do you notice that there's a pattern where it just seems like through the collective consciousness, your ex just knows the moment of weakness where they can weasel their way back into your life. So why are they doing it? What does it actually mean? Now I'm going to be very real in this episode because the first problem is actually in the question itself. What does it mean when my ex contacts me again? What does it mean when they show up at my work? 90% of the time, the only reason you are asking this question is because you want it to mean something specific, right? Right? Gloria knows. (laughs) For example, you wouldn't do this if it was a friend, right? If a friend you haven't heard from decides to text you hello out of the blue, you wouldn't obsessively read every single word and phrasing going over the message saying, what does it mean? What does it mean? right? Because a hi is just a hi, right? Because a hello can be just a hello. And what happens is if you so badly want it to mean something, you are going to put on your little detective hat and you're going to look for evidence, reasons why it can mean that thing. And I think noticing this bias about ourselves is really important. Why are you asking the question? Is it because you're hoping that they miss you? Are you secretly hoping that they're going to come back and say, I was wrong and you were right and let's get back together or I've changed my ways, right? What is this inner hope that you are holding on to? I think that's really the first question to actually ask yourself and to get really real and honest with ourselves so that we're not Continuing the conversation, or we're not prying into things for the wrong reasons. For example, there have been many a times when this has happened to me, and I would actually feel this little nugget of satisfaction when an ex reached out to me again, right? Hoping that it meant something more. And I would try to convince myself that I didn't really care, and I would continue that conversation until ultimately that person disappeared and I would feel really ashamed or really upset about myself and felt like I had to start that no contact process all over again. It was very difficult. And of course, at the time, I didn't have the self-awareness to realize that I wasn't actually okay with it. Right? I was just trying to convince myself or justify continuing or breaking my no contact for the sake of quote unquote just seeing how they're doing. But deep down, that wasn't a very honest answer for me. Deep down, it was an abandonment wound, right? And wanting to have the fantasy of the person who abandoned me running back into my arms, right? During sunset on a horse or something. That's what was actually deeply going on. All right, so before we dig any further, please sit with yourself, assess your own feelings, recognize your own inner child wounding, and asking yourself, is this playing a part in this situation? Is this inner wounding, whether it's abandonment or neglect or trust, guilt, whatever it is, is that playing a part in me asking this question? Now, with that being said, here are the typical three reasons why your ex is contacting you again. The first one is that they're just bored. And there's no nicer way to say this. They just happen to be on their phone. They just happen to watch your story or watch your TikTok. And because you were available to them, you were something familiar in their life, they were bored and they were looking for some form of entertainment or interaction and they reached out. Sometimes this really is the case and it doesn't necessarily mean anything more than that. The second reason why your ex might be contacting you, again, is that they miss you. Now, just because someone misses you doesn't mean that they want to be in a relationship with you, okay? So before your imagination starts to run with this and then you start, I know this, right? You start fantasizing about what it's going to look like when you get back with this person and getting married and having kids and and all of that. There's a big difference between choosing to commit to somebody and simply missing a body or somebody, right? We naturally will miss things that are no longer in our life anymore. And sometimes it's just about missing having somebody in your life. I think we're all very familiar with that feeling. And because you were the last one, they reached out to you. And people can do this, right? They can throw these little breadcrumbs at you to kind of get your attention without having any intention of repairing anything or getting back together with you. And unless someone actually says and makes the effort and shows the behavior that aligns with getting back together, it doesn't mean anything more than that. The third reason why your ex might be contacting you again is to put it plainly, an ego stroke. This is really about breadcrumbing. So breadcrumbing means when somebody gives you little crumbs of attention instead of the entire thing which you deserve. Some people really just like the external validation of having somebody respond to them. And so in order for them to feel better about themselves, they're going to check in with you to see if you're still at their beck and call. Now, They may not necessarily do this on purpose. It may not be a conscious thing, right? Because a lot of people are not self-aware that they're actually doing this, but they think they're just checking in with you. But the internal need that it's feeling is that, oh, you're still there, right? You're still within that safety net for them. And it only becomes a problem when you get so excited that they throw you this tiny little breadcrumb and you respond to them, you give them your everything, and then they disappear again. Right? It was an ego stroke to know that you're still there wagging your tail, waiting for them, which of course is not what we want for you. We do not want you caught up in any of these situationships where somebody is not hundred percent devoting themselves to you and is the right fit for you and your needs so to summarize we said number one it means they're either bored number two it means that they missed you or miss having somebody but it doesn't necessarily mean they want to be in a relationship with you and number three it's an ego stroke they just want to feel better about themselves and so they're checking in with you to see if you're still at their beck and call to see if you're still available because every time you respond it's giving them that external validation that they're looking for all right so my advice for dealing with this kind of situation if you have someone from your past that keeps cropping up in your life here's what i recommend to my students so inside soulmate We actually start the program having my students sign a contract to themselves and we give them some tips on how to go no contact for at least a month, right? At least 30 days. And we give them like a calendar of activities and things to do to really make the most use out of that time because going no contact means that you have to step up. Going no contact means... You can't even leave the door, you know, slightly ajar just in case, right? There's no casually driving by their house just to see what they're up to. There's no going back, rereading old messages because the issue with no contact is it really feels like each time you break that no contact, it's like ripping off a scab and it really does emotionally feel like you're starting all over again. So Steps on completely going all in is completely block them everywhere. Phone number, social media, email, even, whatever it takes, right? We we have that approach of whatever it takes to completely remove this person from your life. And I know that some of you are afraid of being mean. You think that it's mean to just shut someone off, but this is not helping you in any way. It's not helping them either. It's just a very unhealthy situation overall if you're struggling with this. And so the kindest thing to do is actually just to separate from this connection. All right. No checking up on their social media or casually driving by places or visiting places that you know that they spend time in. No trying to convince yourself that this is a shorter way to get to work. Take the longer way just to avoid any sort of encounters. And if they find a way to contact you, or if you do receive a message somehow, just delete it immediately. And if you can, don't even read it. Just click that delete button, get it out of your life and continue sticking to your goal for no contact. For a lot of people, especially with attachment issues, this is really the best way to go about it. And you kind of just have to do it and get it over with. And in hindsight, you're going to feel a lot better once you have some distance. Between you and that person, but of course, when it comes to healing those patterns that you might have, we are going to dive into this way deeper inside the free workshop, the GetHealthyLove.com free workshop, which is coming out February 14th. All right, so if this really speaks to you and you are ready to learn more and to heal more, please come to the free workshop. It's going to be so much fun. And there's still time to get the free VIP upgrade. So my loves, keep hanging in there. You've got this. I believe in you. And I hope you found this helpful, just like my other episodes. I am so excited to connect with all of you at the workshop that's being released on Valentine's Day. We have worked so much at improving this. And uh, I just can't wait. I will talk to you real soon, bestie. Have a beautiful day and an abundant life. See you next time. Is your trauma robbing you of the extraordinary relationship you could be having? Bestie, tell me if this sounds like you. Maybe you wind up in situations where you don't feel loved, seen, or respected and you let people walk all over you. Or maybe you feel so triggered with the fear of getting hurt that you end up pushing the other person away and sabotage your relationships. Or maybe you stay up all night in bed wondering, why do I struggle so much with the bare basics in love while my friends are out there having amazing relationships without breaking a sweat? My love, it's not your fault. You are not broken. You just have inner child wounds. If anyone understands, it's probably me. 200 first dates later and a dozen bad relationships, I finally cracked the code on what it really takes to go from being insecurely attached to attracting and maintaining a thriving, passionate, and secure relationship. So, if you want to succeed in love, I've put together a free 60-minute workshop that gives you my three-step formula to breaking toxic patterns for good. Just go to gethealthylove.com. That's g e t healthylove.com. In this workshop, you'll learn how to never sabotage a relationship again, even if you have anxiety and you'll learn how to get the secure relationship you want with the person who wants to commit to you. So if you're falling into the same patterns over and over, then you need to be at this workshop. To get instant access, go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com or click on the link in the show notes. Life is hard enough, besties. Love doesn't have to be. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.